Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 17th, 2020. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. I'm here with you solo today. Not a ton of news, but some interesting news for this Thursday. The good kind of interesting at that, thankfully. First, before we get into it, though, head over to our Patreon to back us if you haven't already to be able to get the news before anybody else. And to brag about your newfound theater know-how to all your friends, this is a mutually beneficial relationship after all. You can, of course, do that by heading over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, let's get into today's news. Yesterday, Off-Broadway's Vineyard Theater announced its shows and plans for the remainder of 2020 and the start of 2021, including two world premieres and a return engagement. Starting on October 6th, Vineyard will digitally present Lessons in Survival, conceived by Marin Ireland, Peter Mark Kendall, Tyler Thomas, and Reggie D. White. In it, a collective of over 40 theater artists, including Kyle Beltran, Deidre O'Connell, Myra Lucretia Taylor, and more, will explore the work of black artists such as James Baldwin, Nikki Giovanni, Lorraine Hansberry, and Bayard Rustin. Thomas will direct the ongoing piece, which will develop throughout the season. Additionally, on select days from September 23rd to October 3rd, Tony winner Bill Irwin will present the Busking Project, which will take place across Union Square in the Flatiron District, with reserved, socially distanced spots available for Vineyard members. Vineyard has also granted many commissions to Ngazi and Yanwu, Kirsten Childs, Jared Mazachi, Polly Penn, and Madeline Sayet, who will develop digital or alternative theater works throughout the season. Now, when it is deemed safe to return to indoor performances, the company has announced three titles for 2021. A return engagement of Lucas Nath's Dana H., starring the aforementioned O'Connell. The world premiere of Tori Sampson's This Land Was Mine, directed by Whitney White. And the world premiere of David Kell's solo show, Sandra, directed by Lee Silverman. I am so excited to see news out of Vineyard, which is one of my favorite theater companies in the city. We've obviously talked about them many, many times on the show before, usually (laughs) with Matt missing one of their shows on his trips that end up being like the best show anyone has ever seen. The last show I saw ahead of the shutdown actually was Dana H. And O'Connell's performance was just so unlike anything I had seen before. This was actually the night before the shutdown, so the 11th. So I was not in the best headspace I've ever been in for a show, but I was so transfixed the whole time. If you can make it, Vineyard is producing some of the most consistently excellent work you'll see as well. Uh, Very much looking forward to seeing all the upcoming offerings, both digitally and whenever live indoor theater makes it back to town. Sticking on the small theater circuit, though, on Wednesday, the Alliance of Resident Theaters slash New York announced the creation of the ART slash New York Relief Fund for NYC small theaters. Created in response to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and its impact on New York City-based small theaters, the fund has been set up to provide relief to small not-for-profit theaters with annual budgets under 250000 who are based in or primarily produce work in New York City. 
The unrestricted grants range from $2,500 to $5,000, and applications are open online now from the 16th to November 9th. And heading down to the Kennedy Center, the historic venue has announced the first performance in front of a live audience on one of the center's fame stages in more than six months. Renee Fleming and Vanessa Williams will kick off the venues on stage at the Opera House series with the aptly named concert, A Time to Sing, colon, An Evening with Renee Fleming and Vanessa Williams. An invited audience of 40 people will be admitted to the performance at the National Cultural Center, which has been reconfigured to place the artists on a stage extension built over the orchestra-level seating area. Audience members will sit in physically distanced pairs on the stage facing the interior of the hall. The event will also be live-streamed via the Kennedy Center's website, and passes to view the concert may be purchased for $15 in advance beginning Friday, September 18th, or at the time of the performance. Future on-stage at the Opera House performances will include musicians of the National Symphony Orchestra, Jazz Gallery All-Stars, the Dover Quartet, and the Escher Quartet, and more to be announced at a later date. Getting into some streaming exclusive news, three-time Tony nominee and recent This Week on Broadway guest Raul Esparza will star in a musical adaptation of Virginia Woolf's The Waves, presented by Berkeley Repertory Theater. Conceived by Esparza and Lisa Peterson and created by Peterson, David Bucknam, and Adam Guan, The Waves in Quarantine, colon, a theatrical experiment in six movements, will be presented this fall with exact dates to be announced. The production will join Berkeley Rep's other upcoming performances, including a streaming edition of Hershey Felder's A Paris Love Story, Romantics Anonymous, which will be presented live from the Bristol Old Vic, It Can't Happen Here, and Place Slash Settings, colon, Berkeley, an audio experience crafted by 10 writers about specific locations in Berkeley. And last up in streaming news, a slew of stage and screen stars will come together for a new concert taking on some of Pop's most sexist songs titled Do Re Me Too, that's hashtag Me Too, which is just an absolutely incredible name, a virtual concert in which prominent women and non-binary performers give ironic twists to some of the most sexist songs ever written. Hosted by The Daily Show co-creator Liz Winstead, the event will be streamed on Crowdcast at 9pm tonight, September 17th, and the lineup of performers includes Laura Bonanti, Margaret Cho, Peppermint, Kathy Valentine, Nina Gordon, Louise Post, and more. Tickets are pay what you wish, and the proceeds benefit the pro-choice performance group Abortion Access Front. They are mainly keeping the songs hush-hush, but Miss Benanti revealed she will be singing Burt Backrack and Hal David's Wives and Lovers, which apparently will also appear on her latest album, which will be released next month. I will absolutely be t- tuning into this, and with my hair still in curlers. 
Finally, in today's news, and also a recommendation because it's a good read, comes from Forbes, which had an interview with Hocus Pocus and Newsies director Kenny Ortega, I guess timing with Hocus Pocus coming to 4K Ultra HD, uh, talking about the classic movie and also his hopes to bring it to Broadway eventually, even kind of prodding Disney theatrical group Thomas Schumacher to give him a call to talk about it. I'm usually not thrilled about every movie being turned into a musical, but I could see this being a really fun one in the right hands and also an all-female creative team. I was <laughs> I was actually reading the comments on Broadway World's Instagram post about this. Everyone seemed really excited, but someone had even suggested Shoshana Bean, Jessica Vosk, and Eden Espinosa as the Sanderson sisters, which I am all for, and so was Eden Espinosa. She responded, quote, OMG, yes, to which I absolutely second that response. Wrapping up today with a feel-good recommendation, and it comes from the latest episode of RNH Goes Pop at Home, which had the great Lena Hall on it talking about life and work during quarantine and also performing the Rogers and Hart song My Funny Valentine from Babes in Arms. I will say every chance I can that I think Lena Hall is one of the most underrated and versatile performances. I hope Hope, hope, hope casting directors get more creative post-pandemic and put her in things that aren't just rock because she can sing anything. And she's the raddest. I'll listen to anything she does, and thankfully she does a lot between albums and performances. Be sure to check that one out, too. The link to that with everything else I've discussed in today's show will, of course, be in today's show notes. All right, that is all we have for you today. So thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And if you are willing, able, and so inclined, you can back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. Have a great Thursday, everybody. And I believe Matt and I will be back to talk with you tomorrow.